0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mic check, mic check. Yo, this thing on? Man, y'all got me.
1: Listen up, listen up. Calling all hoopers. Get yourself freshened up. Grab your ball and lace them up. Let's head down to the park and get ready. Because it's about that time. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. The NBA is back. And some of the by brightest stars. Now it's a lot gone down since this.
2: The Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA Champions.
1: Cause it's game time in Milwaukee, a holiday in Boston, and the real Bill in Phoenix. But don't forget the league's next chosen one. I'm I'm Hold up, young fella, the king ain't done yet. And when it's all said and done, someone knew it wear the crown. Let's go! Or the Joker might just call it a repeat. So turn it up and say it loud.
3: Now y'all know this my time
1: of the year, man. The NBA is back.
4: Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. We are
5: just under 29 hours away from the start of the season, but we start our show today with breaking news out of Philadelphia, where James Harden, who missed the final preseason game on Friday after skipping multiple practices, is still not with the team, with NBA games getting underway in less than 29 hours, as I mentioned. Nick Nurse, he spoke about Harden's absence just moments ago.
4: I I did I did uh, reach out to him uh, the other day and he was uh, uh, just via text I just like I would
3: with anybody you know I just seeing how he's doing see if he's all right and
2: he did text me back.
6: Has, has, you yeah. get, has it given you the sense of you know he wants to return and play in games with you guys? And...
2: Didn't didn't get into any of that. Yep, I just was making sure he was okay.
5: So the text message conversations are flowing, but no clarity there from Nick Nurse. As we say hello to our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, you reported that James Harden is still not with the Sixers. The regular season, it is about to tip off. Is there going to be any clarity? Is he going to be there for the season opener? And if not, what happens next, Woj? Uh,
6: Malika, no, it is unclear whether James Harden, uh, when and if James Harden plans to return to Philadelphia. Now, the organization has taken him at his word uh, that he's away on a personal matter; that there is something that he has to attend to. Uh, but how long will they do that is certainly a question, and the possibility now, you know, very much looms that beginning Thursday, on opening night against Milwaukee, you know, if at some point here the Sixers want more clarity and a timetable uh, for James Harden to return to this team and start playing that if they don't get that, Hmm. you know, they are certainly within their rights uh, to start fining uh, James Harden as much as $390,000 a game for each missed game. And that comes out of his, you know, $35.6 million uh, salary this season. So certainly uh, the Sixers want James Harden in the lineup. They want him to play. He has wanted a trade. He continues to want to trade, talks with the Clippers, have not progressed. There's not been any traction or, or anything close on a possible deal. Uh, but at this point, Malika, you know the Sixers are taking James Harden at his word uh, that he has and, and giving him the ability to have an excused absence. But how much longer they do that? Uh, remains to be seen. Right.
5: So right now, this is an excused absence, but we're four days away from their season opener against the Milwaukee Bucks at this point. Adrian Wojnarowski, thank you so much for stopping by NBA today. As we say hello to our Ramona Shelburne, to our Mark Spears, thank you so much for first being with us in studio. Ramona, I want to start with you here. You're plugged in on all things 76ers. What is their path forward here with this uncertainty surrounding James Harden?
7: I mean, look, they just have to operate as if he's not there because he's not there. And he hasn't done anything competitively since he left the team I mean, he's working out. But even in camp, he really didn't do much competitively where he's, he's taking contact and it, it was just like maybe one drill. So d- even if he comes back. James Harden just yeah. did one drill yeah, where he's, he's taking, taking contact and it's that camp. competitive okay. level of play there. Even if he comes back, let's say there's a, there's a game Thursday. They're off, on, they're off on Friday. Saturday's Nick Nurse's return to Toronto. Sunday's the home opener against Portland. It, there's going to be a huge ramp-up that James Harden has to do to get into basketball shape, right. even if he does come back. So we're not anywhere close to him even coming back. We need to plan for him not to be there for quite some time. And their schedule is certainly not an easy one coming out the
5: gate, as you mentioned. Woj brought up the Clippers, as we also say hi to Kendrick Perkins. This really, though, is is a one-team sort of race with the Clippers. I want to get to that in just a second. But, Perk, your sort of reaction to what we're seeing now with James Harden nowhere closer to returning to the 76ers?
3: <laughs> as expected. I mean, seriously, as expected. It- I'm going to keep harping on it again. This is on Daryl Morey. Like, at what point are you going to say just stay home? The fact that Nick Nurse did – I correct me if I'm wrong, but Nick Nurse did say he reached out to James Harden and he didn't get a response, right, through text message. All right, so that that goes to show you right there because James Harden is not – Beefing with Nick Nurse. Like, Nick Nurse is just controlled over—he has control over who's in that locker room and who and, and, and putting guys in position to be successful for the best of the team. Again, you're about to start the season. I would just move on because it's unfair to the rest of the guys, especially your MVP, that's in that locker room.
5: So move on, and right now we know that there's really a one-team market. That's the Clippers. Any closer to any movement there, Mark?
4: Clippers are chilling. Clippers aren't tripping.
7: That's what I'd like to do.
4: They're uh, (laughs) they're just waiting to see when Daryl Morey's (laughs) going to wave the flag. Okay. And um, the one thing I think James Harden should worry about is what if the Clippers get off to a great start? Mm. Right? I mean, typically Mm -hmm. at this point, teams don't change their rosters until January. This is their team. But what if they get off to a good start and they haven't had no major success? It might be hard to, like, make such a major change. What if Russ comes out and Terrence comes out and their two stars are healthy? I mean, he might have to do a Damon Lillard and add more teams to the pot.
5: and By all accounts right now, the the Clippers are feeling really good about how their training camp went and about how they're entering this season. I do want to head over to the West here. Some unfortunate news out of Memphis this weekend that could have huge implications on the Grizzlies' season. The team announced that Steven Adams will undergo season-ending knee surgery. Adams missed the final 35 Mm -hmm. games of last season, remember, plus the playoffs. And the Grizzlies, they were really anticipating having him back. He actually played in two preseason games earlier this month before ultimately making this decision. And and check this out, right? Almost a year ago, our ESPN Insiders, they did their future power rankings column. They had the Grizzlies as the number one team, but a lot has changed since then. Obviously, John Moran is suspended for the first 25 games of the season. And as of now, the Grizzlies, they do not have really a true center that they're going to be working with on their roster. Perk, what's the best case scenario here for the Grizzlies?
3: The play-in tournament, and that was even before Stephen Adams. That was even before Stephen Adams went out, and I I wish the big fella, you know what I'm saying, I'm with him. I hope he get well soon, but think about it. I don't believe Brandon Clark is back yet, Mm -mm. so they're limited at depth when you look at the big. Yes, uh, Kenny Lofton Jr., he could play. I believe he's Zach Randolph 2.0, but we haven't seen him, you know, when it matters the most, and I love the kid. But now we have to keep that same energy that we have for Anthony Davis. We have to keep that for Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, and I understand Jaron Jackson Jr.'s ability of stretching the floor, but we are talking offensively, but we are talking about the guy that just won Defensive Player of the Year. So now he's gonna have to play that five position. He's gonna have to go against guys like Jokic and Embiid and hold down their paint. And I'm not saying he can't, but now the pressure is a little bit more on him because Steven Adams. Take takes so much off of him, off his shoulders.
5: Yeah, particularly rebounding.
4: Jaron Jackson's going to have to perform like Michael Jackson. He's just going to have to be <laughs> incredible <laughs> for them not to be one of the yeah. top teams in the West. I mean, no uh-huh. Ja, no Clark, no Dillon, no Adams, no Wentz. Uh, they're going to have a big struggle.
7: I think. Mean, doesn't, doesn't Bates just get a $200 million <laughs> <laughs> dollar extension? I mean, like, this are still a very good team, and they actually have a lot of options. They've done a great job of keeping their assets available in terms of draft picks. They control all their draft picks exactly. through 2031, I believe. That's right. And, and, and they can... They, there's a lot of centers out there. This is a this in the in the NBA. Look, they got Xavier Tillman who can get in there and be a dog. Santi Aldama. Season. He can play yeah. David Roddy. They they have options there. Big body Roddy. <laughs> but they but but there are center like why not call New Orleans about Jonas Valančiūnas? Hmm. Why not call around the league why and find New another big? I would.
4: them, though? I, mean, I would. <laughs> getting
7: older he makes more money. I mean, they they do <laughs> have assets to work with and try to improve this team. Them. Yeah, I
5: think the, the question also becomes the the Grizzlies are a team that are now not necessarily sneaking up on anybody. Right. They are a team with expectations. So how do they deal not just with the absence of John oh, Morant, but get now back, the injuries they They're gonna get to exactly all that
4: talking they did are
5: piling up. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. that all come yeah, to yeah. fruition as the season starts tomorrow. Still to come on NBA Today, Victor Wembanyama, his preseason showcase against the Warriors. Oh, my goodness. It I love how he no does against doubt. He's ready for the NBA spotlight, but just how much could he be shifting the future landscape of the NBA? We discussed. Plus, the ratings guru himself, Ronnie 2K, he joins us in the studio to break down the numbers, see why Perk is challenging him in how he rates the greats. And forget about LeBron James passing the torch to his sons. Could we see the king sharing a court with Ronnie and Bryce? The video that has all of us talking next on NBA
0: Today. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This
6: podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
1: My first NBA jersey I ever owned Definitely had Derrick Rose jersey with the number one. The first NBA jersey I put on was a Grant Hill jersey when he was with the Detroit Pistons. Wasn't your dad's jersey, a Bucks uh, jersey? It, it wasn't a Bucks jersey. A <laughs> <laughs> Olajuwon Rockets jersey with the old school uh, Rockets logo. So I never had an NBA jersey as a kid, so Toronto Raptors was my first NBA jersey. A gift from Andre Kilenko, the Utah Jazz jersey. It was a Westbrook jersey when he was on the Thunder. And it was like the navy blue with the, with the white. I cherish that jersey. It was my favorite. <laughs> first NBA jersey that I put on was the Allen Allison jersey. He just changed culture. As a kid, um, it was definitely a LeBron jersey, for sure.
5: Jersey Day, we are celebrating it around the NBA. Does Libby have a Andrews number one on? I'm gonna need to oh. I'm gonna need to get that from her a little bit oh. later. Mark Spears, did you have a favorite jersey growing up?
4: I like the old-school Denver Nuggets jerseys Oh yeah, with the, with the downtown. Yeah, those are, those are, those, those those are, are
5: fly. Down. Those are fresh. Speaking of jerseys, there's going to be plenty of players this season who are going to be wearing new threads, including three-time All-Star Bradley Beal. And, Mark, you have a new project. It's out on Anscape right now where you have a season-long diary that's going with Beal. What was that it that stood out to you from this initial conversation?
4: Well, the first thing he said that kind of stood out was that Washington can't, kind of gave him a nudge to go to leave, which was very, very surprising to me that they didn't convince him to stay 160 points away from being the all-time leading scorer, Mm. but he also had some very interesting things to say about
1: the trade market for him, Mm.
4: which we have here.
1: My initial favorite was Miami. So we call Miami, Miami. Pats, I'll go talk to Mickey and figure it out.
3: We hear back it was Milwaukee, Knicks, Sacramento, Brooklyn a little bit. I don't know where I get a call, and it's Matt Ishbia in Phoenix. I'm like, y'all about to trade book? Like, how is that going to happen? How is that going to
1: work? Eventually, it came to a point to where Miami said they just can't do it. Their of was like a gut punch. I was like, dang. that That was my spot. But out of nowhere, here comes a dark horse in Phoenix, and their aggressiveness pushed me over the top.
5: Is fascinating it sounds like miami was the initial landing spot that he was hoping for and then he calls phoenix the the dark horse for all that yeah. how, how did bradley process all
4: of that well he also had the knicks in milwaukee and brooklyn and he said one other team that he wouldn't mention hmm. um so it was certainly a process and he initially was like what are you going to trade book for me like how's this going to happen and he said a lot of the team's just had to get out because, I mean, he's making, like, almost $50 million. They, they just couldn't stay in the race. But Matt Ishbia stayed in there, stayed in there, stayed in there. And he had that, that piece in Chris Paul that he was able to move and get that done. And then they were able to, you know, get the Warriors involved in that, right? Right. Uh-oh to get Jordan Poole. So I, I think he was stunned to be able to be in the Valley of the Sun.
5: And now there is a big three certainly yeah. in the Valley of the Sun. I want to bring Kendrick Perkins into this conversation as well because Perk, it, it's pretty, I think explosive is a fair way to categorize some of the comments, right, that Bradley Beal had mm-hmm. in, this, in this new diary on Anscape with Mark Spears. What do you make of ultimately him wanting to go to Miami but now the, the fit in, in Phoenix?
3: Well, I love the fit in Phoenix, but every time <laughs> Pat Riley and the Miami Heat hear the names Damian Lillard, Drew Holiday, and Bradley Beal, they should throw up because they <laughs> dropped the ball and probably could have had the opportunity to get either one of those guys. Either one of those guys would absolutely put them over the hump or put them right back in contentions. And so with them sitting still and Milwaukee and Boston getting stronger, Like, I don't know where they go from there, but they had an opportunity. Like, guys wanted to go to Miami. Bradley Beal wanted to go to Miami. He just said that with my brother Mark Spears. Damian Lillard wanted to go to Miami. Like, And all of a sudden, Drew Holiday could have fell in their lap, and now they left with not one of them? Mm. That's crazy.
5: Mark, any final takeaways that you would like folks to know about, about your diary with Bradley Beal? Yeah.
4: He, he also said that this is the first time that he felt like he had a chance to win every night. This is the first time that he's walking into the mm. season with championship, real championship aspirations. And he also said that the Suns have a big target under their back. Absolutely. But too much is given, right? And he loves that target and the ability to be the ones that are the wanted. So he's really excited to be with Book, KD, and have an actual real shot and win a championship. But last thing he said is, Maybe in the end I could go back to Washington and still become the all-time leading scorer.
5: Leaving the door open Let after door open. winning, what, four playoff series in his tenure, now trying to win yeah. four in a row in order to be the one to hoist the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the season, which starts tomorrow. I encourage all of you to check out this diary with Bradley Beale on Anscape right now. Gentlemen, still to come on NBA Today, we have a jam-packed show. Since we're just one day away from the NBA's opening night, we're coming down with a little top-of-the-top top plays from the preseason. You know, Victor, when Benyama's going to make the list. And there's a new video. It's hinting at a future where LeBron James, Bronny, and Bryce all play in the league together. I mean, could that be a real possibility for LeBron's next chapter? We discussed. Plus, Ronnie 2K, he is in studio. He's going to explain his surprising prediction for this year's MVP. NBA Today will be back after the break. Welcome back to NBA today the season starts tomorrow we hit some preseason hoops this weekend so we can't overlook that let's go coast to coast director Tommy Joel Embiid he made his preseason debut Friday against the Hawks the reigning MVP scored 21 points he did shoot just 3 of 12 from the field Ramona how's he viewing this season with everything hanging over the Sixers
7: I think he's really thrilled to be in this new offense from Nick Nurse he kind of gave a little strut at everybody else from last year saying I love ball movement I don't like to play ISO ball well He's certainly <laughs> getting back
5: into form here. We'll get to see them on Thursday against the Bucks, who had yeah. their big three Giannis Dame, Chris Middleton all together for the first time against the Grizzlies. Kendrick Perkins, how long do you think it's going to take for this new look squad to gel?
3: <laughs> as, long as, as long as it take me to eat lunch. Not long <laughs> at all. Chris Middleton, world, Dame, and Giannis, they, yeah, they, nah, they complement each other well. All could play off the ball in their own way.
5: Well meanwhile, Victor Wembanyama played his final preseason game against Steph Curry and the Warriors. The opening tip was just phenomenal. Wemby turned defense into offense plenty of times during the first quarter, including block on Andrew Wiggins. You see the block on Klay Thompson there. He finished with five blocks, 19 points. Take a listen to Greg Popovich reacting to Steve Kerr saying he looks rejuvenated.
2: <laughs> what was I being
6: rejuvenated from? Was I was I in a mental institution or was I was I uh, depressed and curled up in my bedroom or something? I don't know. Steve said it. And he knows you better than that.
2: Steve's And i wouldn't to um, tell him that tonight after the game.
4: <laughs> oh, I was, I was there. I was, I was <laughs> sitting right there when he said all that. And then uh, I think Steve called a timeout late yeah. in the preseason game yeah. to get back to him. So... Oh, you gotta love it! with.
5: I mean, too. I'm not gonna say that Pop looks yeah. anything. I'm just gonna leave he that took a there. A lot of L's last year. <laughs> the he last he two already, years. Come he on, you've already tried that. So, to come on <laughs> NBA Today, don't worry, we have more Victor Wembanyama for you. He showed up. He showed out in the preseason. We have a special top of the top that features plenty of Wemby highlights coming
4: up. Let's get this party
1: started!
7: Let's get this party started! Hey!
1: I'm mic'd up. I'm mic'd up. What you got? What you got? Hey mom. Just smile. Look, you know you can't say nothing crazy right now.
2: Come back! You know
1: what time it is?
3: Hey man is the first step today on our journey to greatness.
1: No matter when we practice, how we practice, you guys are setting the tone with your attitude, and that's how we're gonna get better. We had all summer to rest. Now we're here to work. Sloppy, don't eat. Sloppy, don't eat. Hey! Yes, yeah, sir. I still got it. I still got it. Can we not work on our game? <laughs> we just got our first shots of the day. go good and Talk. Make sure you're talking. you talking. Gotta talk. If you talk, you don't have to think, come on. Hey, fellas, talk, fellas. Come on,
7: come on, come on. Keep the energy up. I got ball, I got ball. I'm under, I'm under. Oh!
5: Let's shoot it. Move
3: it, run, run it! We form the rim, we own the paint, and we fly around.
1: Hey.
2: So, I got to be the best conditioned team. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, Doe. It, Make it happen, Doe. It, Make it happen.
1: It. <laughs> Bring it
6: up. Good job, fellas. That was a hey, great job today, so We got better, today. Never be satisfied. Every day matters. We have to show that we're getting better. Let's keep getting after each other, make each other better.
2: Continue to grow, we continue to get better, okay? Good work today, guys. Bring it in. Together, one, three. One, two, three.
5: That was an exclusive behind-the-scenes look mm. at practices around the NBA. I love getting, like, that peek yeah. behind the curtain of how... What's how... going on with Jason Kitts have? Though? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a story for another day. All right, since the preseason is coming to an end, let's do a little top of the top of the preseason. We are going to start, my friends, with top dunks that we have seen. We're picking oh. it up. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. lord. Oh, <laughs> is like, no. Nope. Anthony Edwards, he's really poised to do something <laughs> okay. special. Obi
3: Toppins. He at the
4: dunk contest in Indianapolis.
3: I feel,
5: like, I feel, too.
3: I feel like this is his signature dunk. I always see him booted. Well, in oh, between it the chill. legs. This one was.
4: Okay. When someone can... I love the bench though, ups right? like that. And watch the people to the left, too. <laughs>
5: yeah. Of course we had to <laughs> get the bench reaction oh there. And then we have some top dimes for you. Of course we had to start with Trey Young. I mean, what? Uh, oh, young that's, I with the left. I wish the we had Chick Hearn to that's call this a, one. Uh,
4: <laughs> he for him.
5: Even Brandon Ingram's like, yeah, all right, we're going to give that to him. Oh, oh, it's Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons led the preseason, I read, in assists. And I know it's the preseason, but this is what we want to see, Mark Spears. He talked that. to you earlier. This guys. I tried bad. to warn y'all. <laughs> the revenge tour for Ben Simmons. <laughs> it is on. And ooh, then.
4: Ooh, look at that, Don.
5: My goodness. feel handing
3: <laughs>
4: it off. Watch him stare hey, at who, the crowd. Who said they food.
3: needed the point guard? Who said they needed a point guard? Oh! (laughs) Well then, we have
5: some top thrillers. Just because it's preseason doesn't mean we lack exciting moments. Buzzer beaters in the preseason? Yes, sir.
4: Hell of a pass!
5: That I is guess. a great out of timeout play. It reminds me of the the Miami Heat yeah. against the Milwaukee Bucks a little bit. And then, I mean, Steph Curry hitting a night night in preseason. What against are we talking about? Teams. What's he doing in the I, game right I, here? This I is can't great! Catch a
4: break against them. <laughs>
5: <Pre-season>. <laughs> I was talking to De'Aaron Fox's wife after yeah. that one. She's like, he can't he can't even just chill in the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> and then Victor <laughs> Wembanyama really needed his own top Wemby That's moment. That's right.
4: Wow. Come on! Stop it! Yeah.
5: Look at the oh, he not it. I asked oh him about God. that. I asked him, was that intentional? And he said, absolutely. You <laughs> couldn't tell. I've been visualizing this... doing that for weeks. I
4: mean, look at the reaction.
7: Uh, the left too. Like
4: Coach, come on,
7: Coach. <laughs> it's Brian. Right? It's all right. Victor <laughs> said, so Victor petty. said, I we wouldn't so have petty. reacted
5: like that. <laughs> and then yeah. every single time we see this young man on the floor, he does something we've never seen before. It's really incredible. Paul George said on his podcast, hold that thought, the NBA season tips off tomorrow night. Our first doubleheader is Wednesday on ESPN. The Celtics are at Madison Square Garden facing off against the Knicks at 7 Eastern. And then it's the regular season debut of Victor Wembanyama. The Spurs against the Mavs. We get it started with NBA Countdown Live from Madison Square Garden. All right, taking the pin out of that thought. Paul George said this on his podcast this week. He said, I take back everything that I said about Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to be tougher than he's making it look. He euroed without taking taking a dribble from the free throw line flushed yeah. it nobody is stopping that and that's only the preseason Kendrick Perkins your expectations mm-hmm. for Victor in the Spurs this year.
3: All-star play in tournament. He changes the game on both ends of the floor like no other you know I had checked home as my rookie of the year I'm staying there but you know I changed like the weather so they can change but <laughs> at least Victor you win is beyond just. Yeah, but Victor is just different. It's something about what he brings on both ends of the floor that is so underrated. And he plays to win the game. It's not like he's going out here and putting on the show and they're losing. The Spurs actually had a pretty good preseason.
4: You know what? I I was at that game on Friday.
5: The Warriors Spurs game.
4: Yes. How hard is it to take the spotlight away from Steph Curry? That's
5: right. He did it at the tip. <laughs> That's
4: right. He had perhaps the greatest no. 90 seconds I've ever seen from an NBA oh, player. Oh,
7: yeah. Yeah.
4: Like for him to do that in Chase with Steph there and the rest of those stars. it's it's a great start.
7: The other thing I got a lot from your interview, Malika, was just how competitive this guy is. Mm. That He's visualizing the Mm -hmm. nutmeg. He goes, I wouldn't have reacted like that. This guy's competitive. He's not just a curiosity.
5: I don't want to spoil the
7: best answer that he
5: gave in the interview. You haven't heard it yet. You will hear it on Wednesday when he talks about his mentality. I literally get goosebumps thinking about it. I have not heard it be broken down the way Mm. that he has talked about switching his mindset and the way that he switches his mindset against American players. It's an answer you're absolutely going to want to hear. But he also said that he wants to win a ring ASAP. That's really when he yeah. got the, the hearts of everybody. Ramona was on on the night of the draft lottery. He said, I want to win a ring ASAP. And he said that he believes it is going to come Hopefully sooner rather than later. If he keeps doing things the way that he's doing them, do you see that for him?
7: You know, it depends on his availability. Is he going to play 65 games? Is he going to play 70 games? Like, how much can he stay on the court? Because if he's on the court, they can win. I mean, I know that's a young team, and there's they're they're on a timeline that's different than probably he would want to be on. But if he plays, they have a chance to win every night. I mean, he's going to average five blocks a game. Mm. Average.
4: And, and don't sleep on Kelton Johnson and Vassal. Yep. He has some like those guys were yeah. the face of the franchise. Yep. Till he walked in, Those and they're dogs. really, really good players.
5: They have a huge starting mm-hmm. lineup. It's like four centers and forwards and one guard. It's, it's just an enormous starting lineup. I think it's and fair Pop. to say... Pop. And, and, and Pop, Pop, who does not look his. rejuvenated. No, no, he looks as tired as ever. I don't know what, what, yeah. what does Pop want us to
1: say. <laughs> I think
5: it's fair to say Victor Wembanyama may be one of the players who impressed us most in the preseason mm-hmm. thus far. Is there somebody else that you uh, saw a play from, saw a moment from this preseason that said to you, okay, this this team actually or this player actually could be on the up-and-up this year, Ramona.
7: I mean, I just love that we saw so many stars play. I mean, you should show that Steph Curry highlight. He's in there at the end of the game. Look at Kevin Durant. He's in there in the preseason. Mm. Over the last couple of years, he's, he almost treated it like it was NFL preseason and nobody played. They didn't want to get hurt. These guys want to be ready to go from the jump, from opening night. You saw Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Dame Lillard, Giannis. Like They all got out there for meaningful minutes during the play, the preseason this year, and I haven't seen that in the last couple of years. It speaks to the parody in the league. Yeah,
3: I'm going with a two-piece wing dinner, <laughs> two yeah. brothers, the twins, the Thompson twins, the one oh, yeah. in Detroit and even in Houston. Um, and I and mean, are. Listen, yeah. these young, yeah, my, yes, they have been on a mission and have play, been playing extremely well. I, and I look, I know where we have the rookie of the year, uh, you know, for us, the guys that are front runners, but they're going to be right there in the thick of things. And both of the organizations have high expectations for these kids. The overtime... The Overtime League did wonders yep. for these two young men.
4: I, I know I said Victor, and I know the video people are going to be mad.
5: <laughs> it's right. it's okay go with Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I
4: mean, I thought he was awesome in the preseason. Mm. Golden State fans have been waiting for this moment with him. How much does he play? You know, the Warriors have a lot of forwards. But what we saw from Kaminga, he even hit a crazy jumper over when Benyana, was the elite that they have been waiting for the
5: step forward that they've been hoping that he would take? Well, what about on the flip side? Is there anyone, Ramona, that you're a little bit concerned about after the preseason? I, I
7: would have liked to see a little more Chris Middleton in the preseason. Sure. He's obviously, slowly coming back from those mm. injuries, but you know, the, like I want to see the Bucks play. I mean, they have this is a tumultuous preseason. You went and go trade for Damian Lillard two days before training camp. And then last week, Terry Stotts resigns. Terry Stotts was running the offense. They're still learning that. Chris Middleton got out there for one game, but he's still taking his time coming back from all his injuries and surgeries. And so I think I would have liked to see a little more from him. But, you know, they, he can play his way into shape. Perk?
3: The Grizzlies. Mm. The Grizzlies. Lose, losing Stephen Adams to injury, not having John Morant to start the season, you know, we see Dylan Brooks in somewhere else. Remember, he was part of that culture. I'm just trying to figure it out. With the West so stacked, what's gonna happen?
4: How much longer can Joel Embiid trust the process? Mm.
3: Mm. And that that is the question, especially
5: with what Woj laid out at the top of the show with James Harden being an excused absence right now. (laughs) Trusting the process is becoming a little bit uh, murkier. All right, my friends, coming up on NBA Today, we're going to dive into the player ratings with Ronnie 2K, who is joining us here in in studio. And Kendrick Perkins, he's going to tell us why Ronnie may have gotten it wrong with some of the ratings. That's next on NBA Today. Malika Andrews, and we cannot wait to tip off the third season
6: of NBA Today, bringing you breaking news. They have the ability to still go cash those in for another trade. Expert analysis. This is where Chris Paul. Is that dude.
5: Look, Veal loves this. Hat on the ground. Exclusive interviews.
3: We got expectations for us as a team. And
5: of course, unforgettable moments. (laughs) Look at
1: this handsome man. Bam! I'm
5: gonna
3: take number one. I'm trying to get it in there. Get it out there!
5: Tune in to NBA Today, 3 o'clock Eastern, on weekdays on ESPN. Welcome back to NBA Today. The season, it tips off tomorrow, but it's not just on the court. And we have a very special guest here, Ronnie 2K himself, the guru of all NBA player ratings. Ronnie, thank you so much for spending a little bit of yeah, time what's with us up, here Malika? What's on up, Mark? NBA Today.
2: Up, good to see you, man. See you.
5: I get to see Mark in the game. I get to see you here. This is a good day. Let's get right to it. We're going to start with the top player ratings for 2K this season. Nikola Jokic, the top player in the league at a 98. You're going to see the next five players. They're all tied at 96. No one had a 99 this year. So, Ronnie, take us inside the thought process. Was it easy to have Nikola Jokic at the top here?
2: What a I think he's earned a head and shoulders uh, rating. You know, like, he's a couple spots above this really powerful um, stack of guys that are at 96. Um, I think he's earned it with MVP, with with the numbers that he put up, a phenomenal playoff run. Uh, He's definitely head and shoulders above the rest of the guys. But what I think is so cool is, like, we have... All of these guys, mid 90s and above, we've never had that many in, in one season, and I just hmm. think it speaks the upper echelon of the league. It's uh, the, the level of competition in the NBA is just is, it's unprecedented at this moment.
5: Unprecedented, yeah. I think it reflects sort of the the talent that we're seeing For in the sure. league. I want to bring Kendrick Perkins into this conversation because I know he was eyeing the, that five-way tie perk. <laughs>
2: Yeah, ooh, <laughs> Ronnie. What's up, good to see you, my brother. There he goes. I, I, I know. You knew it
3: was coming. I know. A little lip boxing and calling out on social media didn't have you with five people with 96. Like it got to be some separation between Giannis and everybody else, and you know, a Steph Curry, like. Everybody's at 96, Ronnie. Like I mean, I you think we 96. made. I,
2: I think we leaned in with Jokic being two spots above. But how do you separate just the phenomenal talent that is in the rest of the league, right? 96 just felt like where KD, where all of these guys should land. And so, you know, that was that was our opinion that these guys are so neck and neck. And it just speaks to the level of talent in the NBA right now.
5: Perk, would you – Would you? he said he doesn't know how you could separate it. Could you separate yeah, you it? Yeah, you
2: separate
3: it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, look, I don't have time, but you know how I oh. come when I okay. come with my list. It's coming in the order. It's no five-way tie or none of that. It's not even a two-way tie. Now, I will say this. I will say this. I would have – if I had to rank it, mm. and then you could put the number aside it, I would sure. have Giannis, M- MB – curry Kevin Durant, then I would have LeBron at the bottom in the field spot.
2: Wow. And there's oh.
3: no disrespect to LeBron, but I mean, he's going on 39 years of age, you know.
5: Okay. So I think Perk wants to to get in yeah. on being a part of the, the rating process going forward. You've told us, though, in the past that players will call you. They'll say, I'm not happy with my rating. Maybe I'll hand you a little something to get it up a little bit. Who have you heard from this year? What are the offers that you've gotten to up the rating? I mean,
2: every year is crazy. You guys probably remember last year with Clay Thompson in, in Japan. Or China, or wherever he was in the middle of the night, you know, coming after me, and uh, it's always a lot of fun. You know, these guys uh, so bent about this relationship, uh, about this rating, and um, it's just really crazy, kind of, to see and how how important it is to these guys.
5: I don't envy what you have to do, but Mark, you noticed one thing mm-hmm. when you wa- when he wa- when Ronnie walked in the room today. What was it that you noticed?
4: It's Perk would say, bam.
5: <laughs> so we need the story behind this chain, and how can we get our hands on it? Can we borrow it this year?
2: What's going on here? We are rewarding the the guy that leaps the most in a season with this chain. We're actually introducing the first one this week. It's fan okay. voted. The top four guys that we considered as part of the part of that. You can put out a tweet and tell us who should actually get the first chance,
5: and you get you get some bling.
2: Yeah, 500, 500 plus diamonds from Victor Solomon. Whoa.
5: Okay, so, Mark, we need to talk about how we're going to get our hands yeah. on one of those. That's not the only new feature, though, that, that you guys are unveiling here. NBA 2K also simulated the entire NBA season. So here are the playoff results. I just want to show you here, Mark. The Clippers over the Bucks in the East. The Warriors over oh, the Celt- Nuggets. Celtics. Over the Celtics, yeah. rather. The Warriors over the Nuggets in the West. Boston winning a rematch of the 2022 NBA Finals. You guys even did a simulation for postseason awards as well. We are in it here. An interesting one, Jason Tatum for finals MVP, and then in the regular season, Shea Gilgis-Alexander as the MVP Spears. What do you think?
4: Hey, I mean, the Thunder are going to take a big leap, but to be regular season MVP, you better have a top three record. Mm. And that's where I think it could hurt him.
2: I mean, they got so much talent, though, Mark. Like, that team is really on the rise, so it's definitely possible. I think Shay's game took a massive step last year. and no, he nice. Really excited about but what he's going to do next year. His team got to yeah, be nice, too. For we, sure.
5: we could be chatting here for <laughs> the rest of the show, but I want to end here just for now, Ronnie. Um, there is a mural. We're a couple of, of blocks away from it, from the man who is behind us in the LED. and You can see the mural here uh, on your screen, Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant, and his daughter, Gianna. Can you tell us about your involvement with this mural?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm really glad you brought that up. It's uh, such a pinnacle in the basketball community here in L.A. Um, And obviously Kobe's contributions to the game uh, was rewarded with a cover, cover, multiple covers with 2K. But this mural has been lined up by uh, the basketball fans all over, and it was actually going to get pulled down um, very, very soon. And so we reached out to the landlord and, and negotiated a way to extend the lifeline of it. So we're having a rededication um, at the mural on Thursday. So if you want to come by and take a picture with this amazing piece of art, wow. uh, it's, it's definitely important to the basketball is, universe. Is it in the game? No, it's not. But it's, it's it something be. that, it's, yeah, we, we definitely should consider that. But it's something that we needed to keep going in real life to let fans continue to celebrate. Uh, these two amazing human beings.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Every time, I, you know, I, I drive by it, there's just people constantly stopping to sort yeah. of pay, pay their respects and tributes. That's really incredible. And it's too
2: bad it was going to get taken down, but uh, we're going to give it another lifespan. That's so we're excited.
5: Amazing, to, uh, yeah. Shout out to you for that. Ronnie 2K, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here <laughs> show
4: on that, NBA man. Today. On, show them that. I'm going
5: to be walking out with that. Here's our end of the month featured lineup. We have an NBA Friday doubleheader, the Heat, the Celtics, followed by the Warriors, the Kings, the Mexico City Grand Prix is Sunday afternoon on ABC and then next week the Lions they host their first Monday night football game since 2018 when they face the Raiders. Coming up on NBA Today LeBron is about to tip off his 21st season but could we see a future where he is still playing not just with Brawny but with Bryce too. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds.
4: and 20s just doing it off just straight up
3: energy and skill. Well at 38 for me I feel better than 18.
2: LeBron James at 38 years old. James cheating father time for as long as possible.
3: At 18th I just need it. i continue to put in the work and I could be one of the greatest players that ever played this game.
1: LeBron James has shot at history. And LeBron!
3: say, I'm like fine wine. I get better
5: with A's. Kind of hard to believe it. LeBron will kick off his 21st campaign tomorrow. The Lakers open their season in Denver against the defending champions. But I don't know if y'all saw this today. In an advertisement for Beats, it was released this morning. His wife, Savannah, it makes it seem like James's time on the floor. It is far from over. Take a listen.
7: Get the chatter and take the high road and watch as they follow you again
3: chant Holland again
7: tell them you're not done until you play with your son then do that again
5: tell them you're not done until you play with your son and then do that Again, it's kind of a clear message from the James family that LeBron not only wants to play with Bronny, as he showed, but his youngest son, Bryce, as well. The timeline, right, perk for when LeBron's kids will be draft eligible is right here. Bronny, he's currently a freshman at USC. He can become eligible as soon as this upcoming June. Bryce, who is about to start his junior season of high school, would be eligible in 2026. So LeBron James would be 42, entering his 24th NBA season, which would be far and away the longest career in NBA history but don't bet against LeBron you and LeBron Perk were both in the same draft class back in 2003 here you are entering your third season with us in NBA today how much longer do you think LeBron's going to suit up
3: I I said did you remember we had this conversation last year and I say he could play to the age of 50 now do I expect him to play at this level to the age of 50 no but this could happen matter of fact I think it will happen him being able to play with Bryce and Bronny, the only thing that would stop that is health, right? Injuries or anything to that nature. That's the only thing that could get in the way of it is. And who are us to not believe the James family? LeBron James also told us when he was 18, I believe 19, that he wanted to become the first billionaire while still playing the basketball, right? The first player to earn a billion dollars while playing the game. He did that. Right. So if he want to play with his sons and how his body look, I believe him. It's going to happen.
4: Well, respectfully to Michael Jordan, (laughs) you know, this is my 25th season. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw Michael Jordan with the Wizards at LeBron's age. It wasn't this. Sure. Like, LeBron has Mm -hmm. not dropped. He is still a force. He's still getting way above the rim. I think he's an alien. I can't explain why his body has just been this great for so long, he so there's care. no reason for me to think that he can't because I don't see anything that's digressing, mm. right, where in three years, I, I don't know if he's this, but he's not dropping, so I, I believe he will play with both sons.
7: I mean, it's to me, it's as amazing mm. as he has kept himself in shape yeah. is more amazing that he still has the drive the motivation to put all that work in. Right. To, to go on Instagram at 5 in the morning. with you know, He's always posting the accountability snaps at 5 in the morning when he's up and working right. out. And, and to put that out there in that commercial where you show not one, but both of your sons. Who that's, We're extending this timeline out another two, three years. That means he is committing to putting the work in to being in this kind of shape right. for those more seasons. And I, that, that to me, is the most incredible thing. Well, and, and we've seen, right, Oh, LeBron spends over a million dollars
5: a year on his bond. He sees it as an investment and in something to keep him going. But you, you mentioned the piece, the motivational piece. Yes. The motivations change, right? It seems like yeah. that, that's part of what this commercial is saying a little bit as well, Perk, is that the motivation, it's not just, yes, of course it's the titles, of course it's the chase for another one. But it's mm-hmm. also when the motivation is, oh yeah, I, I want to play with both of my kids, that, that starts to change yeah. things as well. It, it makes it more interesting in a different way for someone who's seemingly done it all.
4: And guess what, too, Malika? Uh,
3: I love okay. everybody. I love everybody. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the message right now with LeBron James. The love that he has for the game of basketball, has all the money in the world, is considered the greatest of all time. What else is he playing for besides the love of the game and to actually share the court with his sons?
4: Yeah, Perk, and I think hidden in all this is Bronny is expected to come back right. after his, his major heart issue to hear that he could be back and in the NBA is, is beautiful to hear.
7: That's a It's a beautiful thing. And it's also an incredible departure from the last time we saw LeBron James. <laughs> uh, he walked off the court after they lost to the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals and said, I don't know if I can even do this again next year. Right. Now we're talking about at least three years? At least. Whew. But with LeBron James, I mean, I'm never I'm never going to be the one no. to put a timeline on
5: him. And the season, it tips off too Morrow, We are already at that point. NBA games are coming. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today,
0: and we will see you tomorrow for the start of the 2023-24.